Welcome back to Andrew Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana. I'm still getting over being sick, which is awesome. It's been like two months. Uh, and I'm here with Susan Mealy. Hello, Susan. Hello. How you doing? <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk a little bit about what you do. Okay. Um, I'm with New Hampshire Weddings by Susan, which I started. Uh, I used to work at the city clerk's office in Nashua. So I saw a lot of couples coming in to do their marriage license. Yep. And um, then I asked my supervisor, well, how do you do that? And it's surprisingly simple. You just send away uh, to the Secretary of State's office at $75 in an application. They do a background check and you're in. So I waited for my book of how to do it, and there is no book. <laughs> so I said, uh, there was another lady in the office that did it, and I said, she said, write your own vows. And so I did it uh, kind of on the side, and th I still do it on the side. Um, but I, I just came in my life, my um, kids were growing up, and there wasn't you know, a hell of a lot to do. And uh, so I said to say, I need to go exercise. So I said, all right, I went, um, I, but I didn't want to walk around or go to a gym because I didn't want anyone to see me. Like, <laughs> so so uh, I started going to the cemeteries in Nashua. They have nice paths in there. It's nice and quiet. And I started reading all the stones. And I'm like, and I'd look at a big family one. And then, like, they'd always have this one lone daughter that wasn't married. And I'm like, spinster. As I'm walking along, and I'm like, I've been like hanging around and feeling bad that the kids are gone, feeling bad I never got married because Scarlet Letter ain't kids will be married. So then I said, you know, this is getting pretty boring, this pity party. So I ended up getting really active in the weddings, and now somebody asks me to marry them almost every day. <laughs> and it's been great. It's been a lot of fun. I love it. That must, yeah, that must be interesting because <laughs> from what I know, weddings have had one. Yeah. Hopefully, it stays that way. Yes. Um, they can get kind of crazy, <laughs> so because you kind of have like the low end wedding, like what I did, which was very informal, very cheap. <clears throat> and then I've seen some weddings that are like, I don't even want to touch yes. whatever that cost. <laughs> so, what type of things do you typically deal with, like high end, low end? To be honest with you, I kind of stare away from those because the expectation is so huge. <laughs> I, I'm always like, you know, I just want to be real. I want two people who just want to be real and and love each other. And want to bring the uh, smaller is better, really, because yeah. it means more. You don't have to invite everybody you've ever known, you know, through grammar school and buy them a meal. That's not what it's about. Um, but it is awesome to get everybody together and have everyone uh, take part in the ceremony, be interested in the ceremony, yeah. and then party and share bread and share a meal together to celebrate it. Um, and it's just great. But it's mostly the smaller ones I start off with and. Um, probably like 100, 150 people is what I like to do. <laughs> small. <laughs> and small. That, and then I have other people that we meet at Creeley Park or in Hudson at Benson's in the gazebo and marry them. It takes 10 or 15 minutes. I call that my kiss and go special. Yeah. <laughs> and um, that's a nice, intimate, small wedding. Yeah. So all, all sizes. <laughs> With the big, you know, uh, swarthy crystal gown and... I, I don't like that. I tried to get into that a little bit to expand my services. And um, the more I learned about, you know, how to fold napkins and all of that, I realized that I don't care. I really don't care. Uh, no one's going to remember that. They remember yeah. good food and they remember a good time. Yeah. So um, I don't like that. I mostly like to deal with the ceremony part. Um, and a lot of, you know, guys will be like, hey, I said I love you. I said I'd show up. I want to marry you. Like, don't, you know, raise the bar so high that, you know, I'm going to come in on a white horse and, like, knock it off, all right? Like, don't make me. I said I'll, I said I'll do it. 
And, you know, the woman is trying to come there. Really, the, lots of couples. I do gay couples, too. It's like everybody has all these expectations yeah. of when you're a kid and what your big wedding is going to be. Yeah. And the more you're in it, and when you start off, um, you know, you find out how much things cost. <laughs> you start going, oh, we don't need the horses. Forget the Yeah. And then you get kind of real. And, you know, do you want to spend, you know, money on your wedding and be paying for it for a couple of years? No. Like, take your money and buy a house or yeah. save it. Uh, you, you, we have to make better decisions and make better choices. And um, I think nowadays young people know that. They don't want to be in debt. They don't want to put their parents into debt. They just want to have a nice party and, and have their ceremony mean something and be married. So the tradition part is there and the party is there. Um, but the rest, you can make it your own. Yeah. 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 So. Oh, missed my camera there. Because I was in the army, so I've seen a lot of like impromptu on the fly weddings. <laughs> so yeah, like you said, mine was a lot similar to what you were talking about. It's very small. It was more of a potluck type deal. Yes. You know, the whole family showed up and we just had a good time. Um, but as I was saying, I've seen some that are just. And uh, you're right. There's a lot of stress there that doesn't need to be there. Like, oh, no, what color cake do we need? It's white, but it's kind of off-white. It's not the right white. And I'm like, calm down. Right. Like, just right. chill. <laughs> and the other yeah. part is when your guests come, they don't know what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So they're just happy there's a cake. Or they just, uh, they're not, they don't say, oh, my God, I can't believe, you know, the napkins weren't in the shape of a swan. Nobody cares about that. <laughs> they really don't. They, you know, that's what I say, you know, on my website. It's like, what do you want your wedding to say about you as a couple? That's really your first time that you're coming out going, like, you can kind of stop calling me to see if I'm going to come somewhere. It's us now. Yeah. It's an us. Every time, you know, or if you say you're going to take that job, well, we're going to consider that. Yeah. But now we're, and that's what you're doing. It's you're coming out to say we're we're our own thing now. And, and it's official. And we're recognizing that and celebrating it. And, you know, accept this person like you accepted me. And if you don't, bye. You know, <laughs> I've had uh, a lot of people that... It's funny, the grandparents will come up to me or the, well, you know, we didn't think this this person was going to be good for them. And I'm like, you know, but in the end, you trusted them to make a good choice for them. And they did. And now you're at the wedding and just yeah. be happy. Yeah. You can't just be quiet. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I mean, and I, I do understand a little bit of the, the hesitation on the family's part because mm-hmm. sometimes we're blind to... Right. things because of that but you're right there is a little bit of okay let them live their lives instead of interfering and then they will eventually figure out the mistake if it is exactly exactly <laughs> yeah sometimes you have to go through a bad i mean i do a lot of second marriages third marriages <laughs> sometimes that's not who you are at the time yeah and that's another bringing expectations into something that then when it's day to day and day in and day out and you know you gotta do each other's laundry and you know they're breathing funny when they eat cereal it's like oh man I, you know I liked you but I, this is too much yeah. um, and then later on as you grow up you and that's why you know staying close and communication is important so you stay on the same path the things out and that's mostly what keeps the marriage together is if you're planning the same things. Yeah, we both want a house, we both want kids, we both don't want kids. Whatever your plans are, um, that you're, you know, you're planning in that way. Yeah. It's, um, but a lot of those impromptu ones, people know, they, they have a feeling and they, it's mostly, I don't know what to do it, especially in the military, you don't know what your future's <laughs> going to be, they can ship you with it wherever yep. they want. And a lot of times they're like, you know what, he's going to get shipped out, can we 
you know, get together and have a marriage so then I can bring them with me. So yeah. there's a lot of that. And we'll yeah. have a party later, you know, there's, uh, yeah. there's that. <laughs> now, when you get those types of weddings, um, I, I don't know if you would know or not, but um, <clears throat> again, based on people's expectations, do you get a lot of, I don't even know the word, um, when you see weddings like that and people are like, Oh, they just got married with like there's some paperwork. Met weddings. Is, do people look down on that type of stuff? Sometimes, yeah. Because they're like, oh, you know, like my daughter just <laughs> did it to me. <laughs> I plan weddings, and and I'm sitting at work, and I look down, and I got a text from her with uh, the pictures of the rings in her hand. Guess what we did? I'm like, what? And she's in Washington <laughs> D.C., so yeah. like I can't even get at her. Um, but in the end. They decided it. I mean, they're the ones that are in the marriage. They've been yeah. together for years. And I'm like, no, I guess I'm happy with that. <laughs> she's ecstatic, and so is he. So yeah. I'm like, well, that's all right. But yes, people are like, I can't believe she didn't come home. I can't, you know, she's going to have kids now. She's pregnant. I'm like, you know, <laughs> like, step back. A lot of judgmental stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I have had couples that they want to get married now, and then they'll have a religious ceremony later. Yeah. Um, so they kind of will just go, well, just meet us in the parking lot of City Hall. And I'm like, you're not even gonna like get out of the car. <laughs> it's like no, drive yeah, through, like, drive no, through this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I, I mean, I, I just have to by law make sure that they are who they say they are. Yeah. That they express that they understand this is real and it, the only way out is a divorce. So this is you know yeah. whether or not you get out or get dressed up, it's real and legal. And um, they have to get their marriage license from a city or town clerk anywhere in New Hampshire. And then I sign that and return it to the clerk's office, and you're done. Hmm. So, I just, you know, hopefully, I, I've only had one. It was the day after they got married. First thing in the morning, and I got a call from the groom saying, can you not put that through? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I was dying to know what happened the night before, but. <laughs> Must have been a hell of a night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what happened oh, in no. that 24 hours? And he's like, no, yeah. no. <laughs> Pull it. <laughs> Apart. Yeah, I was dying to know. Sorry, it's already been turned in here. Once, once I do yeah. that ceremony and sign, you're, you're married. So. Yeah, so you got to go through the divorce now. Yeah, you got to go through the divorce now. <laughs> yeah, thank God, only one. I still see people that will, you married us, and they're still together years later. So yeah. I think I get a good track record. That's so good. That's <laughs> yeah, really good. So what's it like running this business? It seems like it's it could be a lot of fun. Um, I don't like paperwork. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how much is involved as far as that goes. So how does it go day to day? Uh, day to day, it's mostly like uh, they think of me last. Mostly people sat at, as the, at the party. Mm-hmm. They do the reception. They pick a place to have it. Um, they start dealing with food and cake and the dress is really you know up there. Yeah. What are they gonna wear? And then they go, oh yeah, who's gonna do it? Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like they think of people in their family. Can somebody like go and get a, a be like a minister, which you can be. On, for free online. I don't know if you've ever seen No. Yeah. <laughs> Conan O'Brien did it. Oh, really? uh, Universal Life Ministries or something like that, and they'll do it. Um, but there's an art to it, and I'm always perfecting my art. I'm always practicing. I try to do public speaking events as much as possible. Uh, yeah. And, and just read out loud at home and like listen to my tone and where you emphasize things. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's an art to it. So you, a lot of times you go like, that guy's looking funny. Let's get my cousin. And that's good, except you, you don't want it to be like their show. They're, yeah. You know, they'll. It's okay to have humor in your ceremony, but it's not about them. It's about you. Yeah. So I offer ceremony coaching, where if you do want your uncle or someone to do it, I'll work with them so that they know the parts to, 
maybe where you can insert jokes and where it's better not to and (laughs) how to wrap it up and and all that and what parts of humor to use in their relationship some things are funny he won't clean up or you know she talks too much or whatever and then there's other personal things that should not be brought in you know it's not that's what i say it shouldn't be at the expense of someone you know that's not funny for anybody nobody wants to be sitting there and be embarrassed for you and um but anything that you can tell that's personal about the people a little bit than maybe how they met and how they're feeling about each other what their favorite memories are together yeah and a lot of times People haven't seen the person that that's getting married in years. A lot of family members, you don't see them as much as you'd like. And at this wedding, it's like, yeah, who do, did you grow up to be? And and what did this person have that attracted you? And then they feel like they made that connection. And then your reception is that much better. Everybody's really into it. They know how you met. They feel like they're a part of it. And that good mood and those good vibes carry right over into that party. And then you do have everybody having great food and drinks and and you, that's how you do it. If you just go up there and you don't really, you know, take the time to put any effort into your ceremony, <laughs> people will look look at it like you're saying, like, oh, that didn't mean anything. Yeah. And your ceremony is going to be like whether or not you had a good night at a club. It's really not going to have that same memory and feeling. Yeah. I do like that because there is a sort of professionalism to it that yeah. I guess people would overlook. Not yeah. really. And <clears throat> just bringing up public speaking because I've, um, like you said, I've, been married once, yeah. so this one, and uh, I was the best man at another wedding that I went to. So that public speaking is yeah. something people completely overlook. Because yeah. um, my the best man at my wedding, and I was the best man at his. Uh, he had to do his part of the ceremony to stand up, yeah. and he was just like, "Oh God, I don't know what to say." Yeah, it's intense. <laughs> so, and then that's only just the best man giving a speech. I would. To be on the other end where you're actually doing the ceremony, I could definitely see how someone might not be prepared for that. <laughs> and, and, and it isn't like, oh, I told that, <clears throat> uh, you know, made that speech and that's the end of it. Like, this is someone's marriage ceremony, so they're going to remember it. Um, it's being videotaped. It's, yeah, it's everybody, intense. yeah. Yeah, if you do it wrong, I can't say I've never made a mistake, but I can roll with it enough that, and plus, like, there's really not that much invested for me. I'm a professionalism to it and I, I tell them I facilitate it yeah so no one cares about me <laughs> when I go there they're focusing on the couple so I don't have that like that they're staring at me type yeah. feeling because no one cares mm-hmm. and after they're married I leave they're yeah. probably never gonna see me again yeah. so in the weirdest way I mean I have severe anxiety so for me it's like I always live in that state of tenseness. <laughs> so this is awesome because I'm running it. Take out they don't start this. till I get there. Yeah, yeah. it's like a, a, it's empowering to me. So it's helped me with my anxiety issues because uh, it gives me control. And it makes them feel better that I feel comfortable there. And I tell them that. I'm like, after I leave, no one's going to care about what I do. I'm out of there. I'm a ghost within 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, unless you want a picture. Most of the time, I, I don't stay for the reception. I, you know, that's like, why? Are you going to go, oh, is someone talking to that lady? Or who she's sitting with? And it's just another head to buy a dinner for. Yeah. You know, like, let's be real. And later on, I'm like, how was it? Did you like it? And, and we can talk about it. But for the most part, yeah. I don't have to have that same level of uh, freaking out. I can, I can be. And, I, and that helps them. That, that helps the couple. I think they, that's what helps them the most, I think. Because nobody wants to feel funny. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not fun. I says, I don't want you up there going like, when's the part where I have to say I do? 
when's that part where I have to pull that thing out? How do how do I do the rings? That's when it it's like oh all that stuff comes. So I'll like quietly go like take the ring, like they can't really hear me and, and I'll you know, yeah. like put it on her finger, just smush it. Like they laugh and they and they feel good because someone's up there coaching them. Like, so. Yeah. Which is good, I guess. Yeah. Without the experience, you might not know how to do that. Right. So someone new would be like, come on, like, what are we waiting for? Easy, but it looks easy because it's been planned so so intricately before. Yeah. You know, we say, like, well, you go first and you go second. And when she, mm-hmm. you know, when the bride comes up, this is what we're going to say. And, the, you know, I tell the bride, like, when you get up there, I'm going to give an introduction because it's going to give you a chance to, okay, I made it through. I didn't fall. You know, that lady saying a bunch of stuff. And I mean, like, you you know, it means something, but it gives you a chance to center yourself and really be in the moment. And I I'll, I tell them what I'm going to say before they uh, approve the whole ceremony. They choose which parts they want. They can choose to write things or put in a reading. And we discuss how all that's going to go. So I'll say, like, okay, when I start talking about the rings, you know that, okay, the part's coming up. We're, you know, it yeah. isn't, I'm not, I'm not there to shock you or yeah. make you look... I'm there to help you look good. Yeah. Um, so there's, and I tell them where you're going to get the ring, every single part of it, where that person should stand. Um, you know, after you get married, wait five seconds so everybody can take your picture and then walk down the aisle. And I don't know, I feel like that's uh, the one time in your life, like you're saying, when you give a public speech, you don't really get to control your audience. A lot of times, even what you want to say. This time at your ceremony, you've designed everything. Who's going to be there? Of the only most, for the most part, only the people you care about and want there. And yeah. those people only have good feelings towards you. So everyone there wants you to succeed. Yeah, it's your day. It's all about you. So own that. Well, you know, where's the get funny? No way. Take your time coming down the aisle. You're only going to do this once. Yeah, have a blast doing it. Wear clothes you feel comfortable in. And yeah, you want to look nice. But I mean, if you have something that you know, the bride can't sit down or the groom can't tie this kind of tie. Don't do that to yourself. Yeah. Be you. Be you, be you, be you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. that way you'll feel good. Yeah, I want her to know how I feel. I want to stand up in front of everybody I know and say, this is my wife. From now on, I'm going to call him my husband. This is my partner. That that means something. And being is bringing you to it, which it, that's what makes the wedding great. You know, And that's what makes it memorable and meaningful. To everybody who's there. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. I love that. It's good. So, yeah. So, I think that's enough on weddings, I guess. <laughs> Let's talk about the actual running of the business because, like I said, okay. paperwork's, I can only imagine, uh, dealing well, with the I state. I set out um, and find out because there's so many things to know who's in the wedding and who, you know, all those things. Yeah. So, I send them out an application first. What's your name? How do I get in contact with you? Yeah. Uh, and then what do you want out of your ceremony and all that? It comes a little bit later, but mostly I do, like, where are we? Where are you going to have it? And all, all those particulars. Uh, and then I get more into, I send them a proposal. This is what I think you'll need for services. And that way they can have time to, you know, think it over. And I always meet with all my couples before we do anything. Yeah. Because I'm like, you really need to make a connection to who's going to be standing up. Because like I'm saying, I want you to lean on me. So, and I tell every couple, if you meet with me, you don't need to tell me that day, because that's like wicked awkward, <laughs> I don't want you to go, I don't really like you. So just act like, yeah, okay, we're going to think about it. When you get back in the car, if you go like, eh, she's not, you know, you're not feeling it, and definitely go meet other people. Every uh, fishy and I know will give you a free meeting, 
go meet at Panera or Dunkin' Donuts or something, go out, have a drink, talk about your wedding and see if you guys have a nice conversational flow. Because at first you go there professional and you're, but let's be real, going to be in a very intimate time in your life. So if you don't feel like you can tell me whatever you want or that I don't get you, don't pick me. Really don't because you, you're not going to have the wedding you want. You're going to not like me because I didn't give you the wedding you wanted. So pick someone else. So I start that, you know, that initial interview type thing. Um, and then, you know, if they're telling me they want to do some climb a mountain and anything that's physical, I'm like, that's awesome. And I'm going to give you some names. So very qualified <laughs> people. <laughs> I'm big. I've smoked. I'm not climbing nothing. I'm not, <laughs> it ain't happening. But, um, but I know people, and I'm a member of the New Hampshire Justice of, uh, Justice of the Peace Association, and we know people, who, so I'll refer you to people, and, uh, <laughs> and we'll get you who you need. Um, but we sat there, then I send the application and a proposal, and then uh, if they like that and they sign that, then I send them a contract um, that will say, this, it's spelled out, this is when I'm going to be there, what I'm going to do for you. Um, I don't enter into contracts with other vendors myself, uh, because... That that I don't, I'm not running that business. I have no control over them. Yeah. Um, but I do have people in the business that I've known. I've seen them produce for other people, so I feel that they are good choices for you. So I can you know give you some names and talk to them, bring them together. But I have them meet each other and do their own contracts. And I have my own contract with the bridegroom, uh, well the couple, and they sign and I sign. Everything's so even though they like me, I like them. It's a business. Yeah, And I want them to know, no, I'm not going to go there and break down all the decorations at the end of the night unless you're paying for full day coordination. Um, but I also, when I show up at the wedding, will meet with your photographer and your DJ and tell them the first things I'm going to say and the last things so that they know where to position their shot. And the DJ knows when to start, what song, when. And we know that because we're in the business. We don't expect you you know, to figure that out and be telling everybody. But this, it's a well-orchestrated play. Really. Yeah. And everybody has to know their part in it. Um, so there's a lot of ceremony scripts back and forth and who's doing So I uh, joined HoneyBook. That's a um, customer resource management program. And I can, we can put all the couple's uh, vendors together. That way if she says, you know what, um, I want my father to read something at the end. Okay, she can tell all her vendors at the same time. And then we all know that that's going to happen. So I, you know, I know to introduce him. The photographer knows, yeah, be ready. The father's coming from the left. So you don't have to go, oh, wait, i got to set up that shot. Um, all those little things that happen, in a li it's just a well-oiled machine. Everyone knows what yeah. they're doing. Um, and then at the end, I send them, uh, how did I do? Because, I mean, I, that's the bad part about this business is I don't get a repeat customer from yeah. them. That their marriage didn't end in some way, um, but they will refer me to their friends and family. Yeah. Um, and their reviews that they give me help other couples to feel comfortable hiring me. Uh, and if I wasn't good, I, I need them to tell me you know, what they think I could have done better or anything like that. I need to know that so that I am always improving myself as well. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah. So you, you kind of mentioned a couple little things there. Um, so you, you're officiating the wedding. You're kind of helping yes. do that part. Now, do you help them with the planning part of it also? Yes. Um, so that you do do the, yes. the actual planning. Because I'll say, where are you in the planning? Because some of them are at the end. I have all my vendors. Everything's good. Um, in other words, I haven't done anything. 
I saw, you know, they might have saw me post something on Facebook, and they said, oh, yeah, I figured I need one of them, so I saw you. <laughs> um, so it depends on where they are in the planning, how far away their wedding is, <laughs> uh, and then what things do you want. Some of them know a photographer or their friend's a DJ or whatever. They have certain people that they've already chosen. Um, so we just kind of fill that in. Who else do you need? And then, yeah. uh, and like I said, there's a lot of, they don't know who to go down the aisle first. What side does someone stand on? All, all of those things. You know, years ago, you didn't know how to do any of that. And um, now you can just drown in wedding information. There's so many books <laughs> yeah. and so many shows and, you know, David Tutera and Martha Stewart and, and all of that. So uh, I, I just try to keep them on track with what's important to them. So if they say, you know, I really want to um, remember someone that's passed away, you know, when Bride lost her mother recently, like before her wedding. Yeah. So she wanted that to be part of her ceremony. So we have ways to do that just to um, include her in some way. Uh, or I had a bride that lost her dad years ago. We took one of his ties and wrapped it around her bouquet just so she felt like he was with her. Um, so there's just little things like that. That's what I tell them. A lot of times I'm not going to get paid for what I do. It's what I know. And I don't know what you need until I talk to you. You know, that yeah. girl needed that. Someone else doesn't need that. So it's really the knowledge uh yeah. You know, and being able to tailor services to each person. Because other than that, I, I need to wow them and over-deliver. You know, I yeah. can't believe you brought, you brought all my ceremony supplies, or I can't believe, you know, you came that early. I've, I've appeared at weddings like one or two hours before if they haven't had enough time to practice or if a lot of people weren't at the rehearsal. Um, just filling in the space because at the end, if, if uh, they look good doing their wedding, I look good. And if it falls apart and nobody knows what they're supposed to do, I'm running it, so who else would you blame? Yeah. You know, so I, I just want to make sure that I do that so that they feel so good after their wedding. And they're so, wow, that was the day of my dreams. It was great. They can't wait to tell somebody else how good I made them feel up there. And if I can get to that, that's my goal, then um, I've done a, a good job for them, and I know that they'll post that someplace, every place I own, yeah. and uh, get someone else to come back. Out. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's the business side of it is yeah, getting getting customers. customers. <laughs> you know, so th that's all I can do is I I kind of try to uh, under promise and over deliver. Yeah, you know, so it's just good business, and I tell photographers and videographers to do that too. Tell them it's going to take two months, and that way, if you get it done in two weeks or three weeks, they think you're fabulous. Don't tell them it's going to be done in two weeks because you want to get the sale and then not have it ready for six months. Yeah. You know, they, and yeah. a lot of them, they want pictures right away to start showing people what their day was. They know that yeah. editing takes time, but, like, give them, you know, 10 or 15 pictures to show around and, uh, I don't know, and be specific about what you're going to give. A lot of them say, well, I don't want my, the watermark on there from the picture or um, just, like, I try to tell the brides that, too. Make sure you're very uh, specific in what you want, and that way you'll get it. You can't like go. Oh, I thought you'd have a microphone. I thought you like you need to know all those things. Um, and I do from the vendors too. I try to meet with the vendor coordinators, and mm -hmm. a lot of vendors coordinators will say, "Well, you don't need a um, day of coordinator because you have me." But the vendor uh, coordinator, vendor coordinator is there, making sure your DJ showed up and your flower girl showed up and all that. Um, but if something's going on in the kitchen, that's where they're going to be. They don't care that your guests aren't seated because that's not what you're paying them for. 
that food has to be ready when it's cocktail time and the meal has to be ready. So that's where they are. They're making sure people aren't parked, you know, where they're not supposed to be, um, that they're not touching things they're not supposed to be, <laughs> that they get their kids, like, they, yeah. you know, they're not running all over the place. So they're, they're protecting the venue. I protect the couple. I'll go in and go like, okay, you know, your grandfather's 90. He's not going to walk from like, you know, three miles away. So let's bring him down the aisle now with there's not a lot of people. He can sit where he wants. And, uh, you know, there, there's just little things like that. Like I had one couple. Um, we had an excellent wedding coordinator that dealt with the whole venue. She was with the whole bridal party. She said, yep, everything's great. Let, you know, we're ready to roll. So I went down the aisle with the groom and the groomsman. And we're all waiting. And there's no bride. So I'm like, well, where is she? So it kind of looks like, did she skip out the back or yeah. what's happening? And somebody got a message to one of the uh, groomsmen that was on the side that trickled on to us. There's supposed to be another whole bus of customers, and they haven't come. There's all, uh, all her guests are staying at the hotel, and there was supposed to be two busloads of people, not one. Yeah. They waited for one. So I'm like, who's on the bus? If they're not here, I don't know what to do, because if the bride shows up, I'm not going to stop the wedding but I don't, you know, so I said, what did the bride say? That's why, yeah. you know, they're running everything. I want to know what the couple thinks. And they're like, her grandparents. Are, I'm like, we're waiting. So now we're all standing up there, and I said, I'll just make an announcement. So I made the announcement, and while I'm making the announcement, the other bus showed up, and yeah, there was about 30 people on there, so it would have been bad to go yeah. on. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, is after you look at something like that, and you go, well, whose fault was it? The, the uh, hotel was supposed to provide... You know, transportation up there for two people. They did. They were in contact with the venue coordinator that said, "Yep, they're on. They're on their way. Okay, good." She's back there with the couple, so she doesn't know who's actually arrived or not. So unless you have a coordinator that goes, "Are those people really here? Are both buses there? How many buses are they supposed to be? What time do they leave? Do they know where it is? Yeah. All those things. Um, you just don't have somebody filling in." Uh, the blanks for you and yeah. you, you know get your photographer out there to take as many pictures of the each bridal party first and then after they can take the pictures of the couple with the family because that's going to cut down on your that hour can go really fast that cocktail hour yeah and why are you paying for a cocktail hour you don't even get to go have a drink <laughs> you know like you just got married now you have to like stand while everybody else is partying and that flow they want to get to you they want to see you and congratulate you yeah Wait till after dinner. It's like, no, get as many pictures as you can and then get to your party, you know, and stay on your timeline. So those things that you need a coordinator for. Yeah, really which is really nice. good. Um, a bunch of points there that I want to touch on. You're right. There's When you were talking about each, uh, like, vendor and contractor and stuff, right. a lot of the, each company is completely, completely different. What yes. they provide is very different. So, again, having someone there that can kind of walk you through that is important. That's good. Yeah. I like that, and that's a good point. You know, from there moving forward, and you can kind of help them through this because you've done it so many times. Right. <clears throat> where they probably their first time, or even if it's their second, it's still not hundreds or. Unless you, you know, do it all the time, you don't yeah. really know what to look for. Yeah. I mean, I had a couple that said we have the best DJ ever, and the day of the wedding, they I was like, "Where'd you find the DJ?" He was he's at a club that they go to all the time, and I'm like, he doesn't really do weddings, but he said he'd do ours. So then I was concerned because I'm like, he doesn't know about ceremony cues. He doesn't know that, you know, how many songs. Some people have a song for the wedding party. Yeah. Then a separate one for the bride, separate one for, you have to know all those things. And sure enough, during the wedding, he's scrolling through his iPod or his iPhone trying to find a song. 
because I'm like, you guys didn't talk about songs. You don't know how long the song is. So you might have a bride with no music halfway down or the song just got to the words and now she's up there. What are you going to like turn? Like they have to know to fade it out. Uh, there's an art to it. Yeah. And it's all the things that you don't know unless you do it. Yeah. Um, so that's what I say. And a lot of them, uh, they say, yeah, I want flowers, but you don't know how many flowers, you don't know what kind of flower. If you pick your favorite flower, it might not be in season then. So you'll end up spending like $5,000 more just on because you like that particular flower. You know, like find that out. <laughs> so <laughs> if you want to spend that, that's fine, but just know what you, you're heading into. Yeah. So that's actually a good point. <laughs> Seasons. Because um, I know weddings yeah. typically are like the spring, yes. summertime thing. Yeah. So. Like, how is that like running, just trying to figure that out? Because I know you must be pretty crazy come, uh, like, yes. wedding season. Yes, they book uh, about 18 months. I don't take anything longer than that. <coughs> Excuse me. It's too far. Too many things can change. Um, venues even can change. They undergo construction. Or, you know, that's happened to, uh, to some people. You think you're getting this room, but now that room's not available. So you want to go... At least six months to a year out, but not two or three years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it pretty much dies down in the winter. But that's when a lot of couples should get married because a lot of these vendors are sitting around doing nothing. They yeah. love to cut you a deal. You know, and that way yeah. you get things for cheaper. Yeah. And the venues that you want, um, a lot of times are more available now. So you can go to a nice restaurant, a nice venue, and, and get what you want for a cheaper price. Um, you know, if you're going to try to go to the best venue in town in June and July, you're going to pay a lot. And they may say, well, okay, you're getting married at 1, we'll have you out of there at 5, flip the room, we'll get someone else in there at 7 or 8. These other places, you're going to be the only wedding that day. You're going to have the whole staff and everybody catering to you. So you get better service and you get, you yeah. know, I don't, I don't double book weddings. Unless they're those kiss and go specials, I might do a couple of those a day, but they're like two and three hours in between, just in case someone doesn't show up or you need more time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a big wedding where you have a lot of guests, I don't book more than one of those a day because things happen and, and I would need to be available to them the whole time. Yeah. And just, I'm a f photographer slash videographer as well. And uh, I don't do wedding stuff, but I'm just thinking about the type of shots you could take during the winter. If there was snow, it would be phenomenal and beautiful. beautiful. But people want like the summer stuff. And I'm like, but yes. I can only imagine like what's available off season too. So yeah, and you're I think not thinking of, you know, what do you think everyone's going to look out like out there? You know, you have a huge dress or all the guys are in ties and everybody's sweating. Everyone's sweating. They hate you. I yeah. mean, there is no smiling. They have, they're like, oh my God, I'm so uncomfortable. I can't wait to get out of here and get in. You know, and that's what I tell them. Like everyone's trying to be nice and act nice, but they really want to go in and have a drink. Yeah. And they're starving. A lot of times, you know, the wedding day is so busy. You're like, oh, I, I didn't even eat. I had, yeah. you know, a couple crackers, and that's it. I'm starving. So all of those, you have a cloudy day that's beautiful for pictures. The editing is so much easier. You'll get your pictures back. I just saw my, my friend's uh, wedding. She got married at night. It was snowing. Her pictures outside with the street lights and the parking lot lights are I'm out of this world. I can't believe it. And and the snow's coming down. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Wind, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, that. that's a picture you'd stop what you were doing and say, wow, you know. So. Yeah, because me and my wife got married uh, December 28th, um, uh, which is my birthday. Yeah. But it's like middle of winter. <laughs> it was like yeah. snow and all stuff. And so that's why we picked that is it's different. Yes. You know, everyone wants like the summer and spring and stuff. But 
we pick something that once you can't forget. Right. <laughs> um, I can't forget. And uh, I don't celebrate my birthday anyway, so we put it on a day that we could, you know, celebrate everything. And right. It's nice. The New Year's rolling around. And, and people kind of, they're thinking about home at this time of year. Yeah. So a lot of them are around home or they're planning on coming home anyways. <clears throat> so if they're coming home to... Uh, to, for Thanksgiving dinner, a lot of time I'll, I'll try to run specials around there because I'm like, you already have all those people. Yeah. You already have a wicked good meal. The best, you know, whatever you remember from your Thanksgiving dinner is going to be served that day. Why not get the best food with the best people? They're already at your house. I'll just show up. And you're yeah, have a little wedding. wedding. Yeah, and have a little wedding and then a beautiful dinner and every year you have your anniversary. Yeah. You know, that it's... It's nice to do that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, on the flip side, I can see the risk of that failing and then having that, like, yearly reminder. <laughs> but let's, yes. But if that doesn't happen, then, yes, that would yeah. be a really good yeah, thing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Yeah. But typically that probably wouldn't happen. But yeah. Not so. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So. Uh, but I've had couples that I, I married that in January, um, and they did it on a Sunday yeah. at 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning, and then they had a nice brunch uh, going into the afternoon. Everyone loved that. Yeah. They still had their weekend, their Friday and Saturday. Sunday, yeah, everybody loves to go out to breakfast. Might as well like get on better clothes and go get a nice breakfast. They had mimosas. They had dancing. The DJ <laughs> was still there. Yeah. It was a beautiful wedding. And it was outside. Her pictures were gorgeous in the snow. and. So there's lots of different things that you can do that, that make a great wedding. Yeah. It's really about the food and the people. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So this is pretty cool. So <clears throat> you so you do weddings. Yeah. Have you ever done, like, vow re-ups or any of that type of stuff as well? Yes, yes. I've done that uh, a couple times that they have, like, 25th wedding anniversaries, and we'll just renew the vows. Um, so it's mostly, which is really beautiful because it's like, okay, now that we went through everything we went through and it's mm -hmm. 20 years in, would you do it again? Yeah, I would. And, you know, that that's really beautiful. And even people that have gotten divorced and then choose to remarry, uh, that's that's even beautiful. I know what I'm getting. I know what I'm walking into and I'm choosing to do it. Yeah. You know, that that's really beautiful. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk uh, some newbie advice for okay. people looking to get married. Where should they start? The venue is yeah. the most because every other venue uh, vendor that you go to is going to want to know where it is because of travel expenses. Yeah. How many cameras and speakers do I need? How many how many flowers and decorations? Um, and when you're choosing your venue, if you choose a place that's already kind of ornate and has nice decor, and has a place for pictures, and maybe has an outdoor porch or an outdoor piece to it, those are all things you won't have to carry in. You don't have to rent tents, and you don't have to, you know, if they have a place, if it rains, they can do it inside. Yeah. If not, you can do it outside. Uh, you just have choices within that one place. Uh, if you have people coming from out of town, you know, where are they going to stay? Uh, so you need that. We have to have that piece, and then that answers a lot of the other questions. Yeah. In um, price, too. If you know how much that is, are they going to be providing the food, or do you need a caterer? Like, and start there and kind of work out from there. Then you can add in uh, decorations and flowers and, and all of that. So, But it's the venue for us. To, uh, and, you know, a lot of times I go, the first thing everybody does is, is go to Pinterest start making boards because that's wicked fun you say yeah. you know, and you pick out your dress and you and that's awesome um but then and also you have to talk to to your spouse or your future spouse and say what do you want 
Like, what do we what do we want to eat there? What do we do? We want everybody getting up and being in a line for a buffet. Do we want a plate of dinner where they're just gonna bring it to everybody? Um, like, where do we want it, and what kind of a, an atmosphere do we want? <laughs> That's a ghost. That happens to me all the time. That thing. So you can see that the thing just fell down again. I can't get it to stay up. Whatever. <laughs> Nothing cooperates. Yeah. Those kind of things happen at weddings all the time. You just, you know, prepare for the unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. I have to find something else to hang it with. Anyway. I mean, that's, and most of the other thing is like if you choose a venue and then you've gone, even if you don't hire a vendor that has worked with that uh, place before, or Mm -hmm. or that you're not going to hire them this time, but they've been there before, I mean. Uh, they'll give you tips. You know, you can use certain flowers and stuff for your ceremony space, and then while everybody's at cocktail hour, bring them on in and decorate your reception area. You don't need to buy, you know, separate ones for the year and separate. You already own them. Bring them in. Um, there's also renting things. And that's the other thing about the venue. You have to ask the questions. There's places that they charge you for the tablecloths. They charge you for the chair covers. Who's going to put those chair covers on? Uh, one bride, we stayed up till 2 in the morning the night before, um, me, her uh, aunts, and her mother, and her ironing them to put them on, and then tying bows, and so that kind of stuff, you know, you you may think is included, and it isn't. Or do they give you silverware and um, glasses and yeah. all of that? And they, they either provide everything or there's a separate charge. So just be wary of that. Yeah. yeah, and I can see that being a consistency thing too. Like if you get a really expensive venue and you show up with like fork plastic forks and knives like right. that could throw that off a little bit right. so that's good to know too and if you have a venue and say you know what well, we really want it to be a barbecue they may not allow you to have other food uh, another vendor come in yeah they have their own food um yeah. or there's other places that have a kitchen they'll let you cook so if you want to do potluck that's the kind of place you want to go to because they'll have a kitchen for you to you know crock pots and tables for you to heat stuff up and so, you know, you really need to go, where do we want it? What kind of a wedding do we want to have? And then where do we want to have it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> That's how we did ours, kind of. Yeah. <clears throat> because we did our wedding and our venue at two different places. Yeah. So yeah. I did it. I wanted it that way yeah. because after the wedding, the people who wanted to gracefully step out could. They, yes. they didn't have to go to the reception. Right. <laughs> so we just kind of did it that way. Then we all went to the reception. and But yeah. that's exactly the thing. Like, they wouldn't allow outside alcohol. Like, right. um, you had to use their bartender at the place, which yeah. was fine because it was pretty cheap. But, uh, yeah, there's so there's, there's each that, thing. Like, we don't know about as lay people on the outside. Well, like, well, why can't I just bring my own booze? Well, there, there's reasons. And, they, and, they, and really, it's good to have a, uh, a bartender that yeah. knows what to look for they know how much they're serving each person you're not watching that you want to just have fun yeah so, you know it, um but he, even i've seen weddings where they have to hire the tent and the, all that's coming in the day before and they're putting that up and um people are making their own centerpieces and there's a lot of diy in this nowadays because people want to save money and they want it to be meaningful they want all hands on deck that's part of the whole wedding experience the yeah. whole thing is, is moving forward and, and uh everyone's doing it makes it fun yeah. but yeah it's uh you just want to pick which things you're doing yourself and which you know some things yes get a, a professional videographer it's it's gonna matter yeah. i know for myself i'm like oh i'll film it and when i look at it later i'm like you never kept it still 
there's a lot of like turn the phone this way and yeah. that. Like, you know, you're, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're filming the whole time, not, you know, it, there's an art to everything. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so having a professional is good. Yes. You know, you want them to have done it a bunch of times, and right. especially if they've done that venue before, that's even better. Like, they right. know how everything's going to be run, so. Right. And they know where that light, you know, a lot of times it was, it's what kind of photographer, too. If you have a photographer that only does studio, that's a controlled atmosphere. If yeah. Then you're going to have a photographer that's outside. They need to know about lighting conditions. They need to know about, you know, Sometimes kids aren't going to cooperate. They need yeah. to know all those things, and they have to be able to have. And having two shooters is is excellent too. Have two people, yeah. you know. Yeah, so it's it's just a lot to think about, and it's good to have yes. someone like you in your in your corner, you know. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty good. And so, uh, yeah, that's a pretty good interview. Yeah. We're rolling about forty five okay. minutes now, so. Okay. Let's uh, we can start rolling up there. So, okay. how does uh, someone get a hold of you? They can go to my website, um, New Hampshire Weddings by Susan.com, or around, give me a call at uh, 603 718 0720. Or on Facebook. I'm all over Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how we, that's how we met, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, there's so many bride groups on Facebook where the girls yeah. give, uh, or, or everybody that's getting married gives advice to each other. And mm-hmm. I've learned a lot from that, too, from what everyone's looking for. Yeah. Everybody's very supportive of each other, so they can go there, too, and get a lot of ideas. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Awesome. So, oops, sorry, camera. So, thank you so much for joining me. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for having and, me. Uh, had a good time. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> thank you. Okay.